Hello and welcome back to Confessions of an SEO. This is Carolyn Holzman and I'm your host. This is part two of the episodes about SEO packages, the things that um, business owners seem to want a lot and SEOs struggle with. In the last episode, I was talking about how, talking to actually business owners about SEO packages from their point of view and what's better to use as a comparison. And spoiler alert, it's not packages. So I'm going to be really honest. I struggled with this podcast topic on the SEO side because number one, my answer to this dilemma has been to remove myself from the game. Now I'm working on specific projects where either they're direct assets of mine or I'm doing them in a way where I partake in the, the, the revenue. So there's a part of me that kind of feels like I shouldn't say anything to you guys who are running agencies, but well, this is my podcast and I guess I do think that we all benefit from discussing it uh, outside of the bar at the SEO conferences. For the backstory, if any of you haven't listened to part one, this idea originated from a Facebook group where they were talking about a heated debate on LinkedIn. Uh, someone had posted on LinkedIn the statement that, quote, anybody that offers an SEO package doesn't know how to do SEO. Let's just agree that they're selling SEO and then there's implementing an SEO process. So maybe you're thinking, I, I have to sell a package because I know the business owner wants to know what they're buying. And personally, uh, I don't know that it helps our industry to tie our value to the number of things that a business owner can check off on a list. I remember back in the beginning for me, I started out not having any processes. So I was just like, okay, here's the site and what are we going to do? And uh, without any kind of team or anything, I just completely went hog wild on everything. And let's just say everything worked great. So at the end of the first month, uh, you know, the client was like, whoa, this is terrific. And then I was like personally inside, like, well, now what? So I, I think all of us have gone through that. If we started from, and you remember my, my path, I came as a business owner doing my own SEO. So there weren't any constraints. Hell, there was no budget. I mean, so what I did was, was necessary. But if you're working with a budget, if you're working with people that you need to not just pay for this month, but also for next month, it really behooves you to have a series of processes. So I'm going to say that the concept of packages on one hand, the business owner likes them because they feel protected. In the last episode, I talked about how I didn't really think that was true protection. Because, you know, I, I tell a story of a roofer that I'd started with, but it turned out, and I found all this out in hindsight, he's the kind of guy that changes SEO companies every three months, like clockwork. And so whoever talked to him last, it was like they were, you know, throwing seeds of doubt, which he was quite happy to pick up and plant. He was always, you know, kind of like, well, maybe I'm not getting what I'm supposed to, and he starts digging around. So he came at me, came back at me like the second time, where he was going to tell me what he wanted, which was all this stuff that wasn't going to help his rankings. And he wanted to also rank in another city. And, and these are all the things I, I just kind of like looked at the list and I said straight up, you know, these things on your list, they're not going to help you. And here's how I know why. And I rattled off some of the testing I had done in those particular areas. So then when I asked him after kind of, you know, sort of slamming everything down on the desk, um, metaphorically speaking, 
um, I asked him if he could tell me why he wanted these particular things. It was really interesting. The only thing, the only answer he could come up with was because he would have something at the end of the month and it seemed to be like a, a punch list. He could check off what was done because to him, he, it was really important for him to know that somebody was working, that he was paying them. And he only knew, I think, how to hire people to put a roof together. And if they didn't work, that roof wasn't done. So, of course, he wasn't going to pay them. Now, you and I all know that a roof is a tangible thing. But SEO is different because as much as in this debate on LinkedIn, not only are you trying to improve the client's site, the client's competitors are also trying to improve theirs. And then Google is trying to throw all of us off the board with updates because at the end of the day, they really want everyone to buy ads. As SEOs, we need, we require, we must demand a degree of agility. So, you know, so many factors can affect a plan, even a well-marked out set of to-dos. We've, we've got to have the ability to always move into what's working. So I think if a client understands and, or, or I should say, is open to understanding. Um, it's often helpful, I think, sometimes to talk about phases. You know, so as long as they know where they are and they know that you're leading them, I, I think a, to a large degree that's what they want. And I think we must remember that SEO is our business and what they do is theirs. It doesn't mean we don't take their input or we don't talk to them about it, but I think we really have to hold on to the fact that compared to most business owners, and even I'm going to say business owners who think they understand SEO, we must make sure that they understand we are, uh, there's a place and a position in our leadership in the plan on the SEO. They have to accept that. I, I think, I guess right now, I, I think it's worth the time to say that what we're going to do is, um, you know, when you talk to a client is let them know, you know, you're going to evaluate their site. Uh, and I don't think that should be free. I, I think that should be part of the process. And so sometimes there are industries, you know, that deal with retainers. So I had previously found that sometimes if you're describing it to your client as a form of retainer, it's set up so basically you understand that uh, pretty much uh, I'm going to stay on top of things. Um, that they're not paying us by the hour. I think that that's a fine line and it's, it's something helpful to understand. Um, but maybe not to belabor, you know, the, the hourly price. And I think for us to allow them to continue to think that they are paying us by the, the hour, in my opinion, is disingenuous. Um, you know, much like the old adage, it's, it's knowing where to turn the screw to make the machinery work. That's our value. Our value is not in the amount of time that we spend working on something. And I've sometimes, you know, used this where I said, you know, if I can send 50 people into your business by standing on the road with a sign, or I can do it by changing where your website is ranking, why should you care? And I think as SEOs, we have to, we must not think of ourselves as working by the hour. And I've said it before, I think it's the worst thing to do to go into exchanging uh, time for the dollar. There's so many people that talk about that. Let's we won't even belabor that. I think we need to understand that we're exchanging uh, knowledge for that dollar. There's an agency I know of, and it's interesting. They they gamify their processes so that 
uh, every month the client has like an X number of credits. Now it's flexible, they know their hours. So if a client wants to do something over here, well they can do that and they can see very clearly how many credits that requires. You know, so it's kind of like uh, you really have to know your numbers in order to make that work. And at the same time, I think for us as SEOs, we do understand that the business owner wants something they can wrap their head around. But we also want something that works. And we want something, like I said, that's agile. We don't want to have our feet nailed to the floor and doing things that were maybe valuable in the past that used to move the needle, but now they don't need jack. I, I really think that, that we as an industry, this is a discussion that, that we need to keep going. And we need to educate our clients better. And I don't mean that we, we suck at it. I just think that it's a big part of success for any agency. We're, we're busy trying to make an impact. So when our clients call up and say, yeah, it's okay, but what have you done for me lately? Um, there are going to be people that will appreciate, okay? And those are the clients you want to keep. You may have to repeat yourself a couple of times. You know, eventually they're, they're going to get it that they can trust you. And then there's going to be other clients who are probably more like that roofer. And they're never going to accept the fact that they don't know anything. Well, everything. And maybe they deserve to be where they are in their business in the SERPs. You know, maybe there's a reason why they're not really going to have a breakout business. Which is why I think the, the next best defense to these hard-headed clients is to be able to generate leads for yourself. This is your life, your business. You should be able to set the rules of engagement and not let one client or two clients take over your life and make you absolutely miserable. Those ones are not worth it. So those are my thoughts. I'd love to hear from you guys. And remember, you can send me any questions, comments, feedback to confessions at AmericanWayMedia.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. This is Carolyn Holzman, and I'll see you in the SERPs.